Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties, in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics, present Big Talk on Little Rock, a deeper look inside Little Rock Trojan Athletics. Now, here is your host of Big Talk on Little Rock, the voice of Little Rock women's basketball, Trey Schaap. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock. Trey Schaap sitting down with the head trainer of your Little Rock Trojans, Jacob Hoy. Big Talk on Little Rock is now available for listening on your iPhone, iPad, Android, tablet, PC, Amazon Echo device, Roku, or in your car through the Apple Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify apps. Jacob, how are you? Doing well. Trying to live this uh, crazy thing we call COVID-19. I was going to say, it was back in March, and everything came to a screeching halt. And it kind of shocked everybody, I think, um, with how it got out there, and you first had an NBA player test positive, and next thing you know, everything's shutting down. Sure, I think the story goes, you know, we were down there for the conference tournament down in uh, Lafayette, Louisiana, and, you know, you kind of sit there in the, the lobby of the hotel room and everybody starts talking about all these conference championships being canceled and uh, you're just sitting here waiting for the Sun Belt to make their statement and uh, you don't really know when your last game you're going to play is for that season. It's a, it's a weird feeling. and You know, it's, it's just an uneasy time and I uh, hate that it ended the way it did, but it's, it's, it's probably the best for us as, as a country and as a society. You are in charge of a couple of sports that you oversee, but you oversee the whole department as a whole of athletic training. First, let's talk about the sports you're, in, you're involved in on a day-to-day basis. Sure. So I'm de- uh, directly responsible for uh, women's basketball and women's golf. So I get the pleasure of traveling with the women's basketball team and uh, covering the home golf events. It's uh, a lot of fun, to be honest. When I, I heard from Mike Neal, our former head athletic trainer, that uh, he, he wanted me to work women's basketball. Uh, I said, dude, you're crazy. You're nuts. I, I, I never saw myself uh, working women's basketball. I really was a baseball guy at the time. And, um, man, I love it. It's probably – I've worked a lot of sports here, covered over the time, and this is by far uh, one of the th- most thrilling experiences with women's basketball and getting to be a part of Joe Foley and his team. is It's a lot of fun. What is, uh, what is Joe Foley like when he, when he comes to you? Does he, does he say, oh, come on, Jacob, you can clear her. She can get out there and play. <laughs> well, uh, the, the, the joke around the team is that I can't stop a nosebleed. So uh, he, he's on me all the time. Uh, nothing, nothing that's ever vulgar or uh, demoralizing, I wouldn't say. But there, there, is pr- there is stress and pressure to keep these girls healthy. And, uh, but that's the thrill of athletic training. You know, it's a challenge. Every day you come in, it's never the same day. Uh, you never know what's going to walk through the doors of your training room, and uh, the 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 rehab experience of it is it's a critical piece. So, and now with COVID nineteen, everything shut down for a while. There were a couple of months there where uh, no athletes were coming into the Jack Stevens Center, and then today to come in, I I, I got the temperature check and answer <laughs> the the questions and everything about um, hey, are you showing any symptoms? How do you feel? And then you get an armband that you get put on and you get to walk around for the day. Sure. Yeah. And that's uh, all mandated by the state, you know, in order for us to reopen our facilities and to start allowing athletes back in, these are, this is just part of the process. We, we got to complete it. We got to keep logs of it. And, uh, you know, it keeps our athletes safe. You know, we, we, we realize we're not going to catch every, everything that walks through our door just by a simple screening, but you know, we got to do our part. We got to do our part. You know, the, the mask, you got to wear them around the facilities. It, it, it's it's strange. It's tough to get used to. But 
uh, it's just changed our world completely. You know, I'm, I'm asking my assistants and myself to, to do something that we've never really had any experience in or we've done before. It's just crazy times, and I think everybody's job's just kind of changing. And you have to be in charge of purchasing equipment that the sure. athletic training staff needs. Now that includes a lot of PPE, per personal protective equipment. Absolutely. And that's, uh, you know, trying to talk to our reps and getting a hold of these guys in these times. You know, you feel kind of like you're the low man on the totem pole when you're, you're, you're asking for hospital supplies with up there with the State Department and UAMS and Children's. You know, these, you almost feel guilty that you're asking for this stuff because, you know, there's people that, that need it more, but at the same time, we got to do our part. We have to do our part and to fight this thing and to keep everybody safe. If, if we want our sports to go on, this is, this is what we need to do. Not having football here at Little Rock, I would guess right now is a blessing in disguise, maybe. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I, 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 I talk to George all the time and, and Darius as well and say, man, I'm glad we don't have football this year. And it, it is a blessing in disguise where we got to get to see uh, what football's doing, what their procedures are, what, how they're going about themselves and their facilities, and we kind of get to adjust afterwards, and um, that helps a lot. Now, granted, we have voluntary workouts happening at this time, but it's, it's a small group of athletes. You know, uh, you hear from football teams in the news all the time that they're coming out with uh, positive tests. You know, they're, they're testing their student athletes and um, how they're going through the whole quarantine measures and – it's you never know what to expect with it and um, they're 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 doing their best part but at the same time it's 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 a it's a pandemic it's it's worldwide and right now as we are recording this mm -hmm. no little rock athletes have tested positive for COVID-19 we have no test positive we, we we do not have any uh athletes that are currently displaying symptoms or anybody else uh no we have not we're we are we screw like you we screen our staff every day we screen our student athletes every day that are in our facility and like you experienced today anybody that walks in if it's a media official whether it's just the Terminex guy walking in to, to do his rounds everybody gets screened so are you the first person at the Jack in the morning to start screening people? And then I guess the second question to that is who screens you? Yeah, sure. So uh, the, the way we have it right now, there, there's two screeners. and uh, we, we both get here at the first thing, and uh, we, we try to beat everybody to work. Uh, we, we, we screen from 8 to 3. And, uh, you know, it, it's just kind of a, uh, an honor system on that, that you, we have a login sheet and um, take your temperature. We leave a thermometer out. If you beat us here that morning, then honor system, make sure you, you, you comply. We are sitting down with Jacob Hoy, the Little Rock Athletic Trainer, head trainer for the Little Rock Athletics Department. This segment brought to you by Thompson Electric here on Big Talk on Little Rock. Jacob, you're over women's basketball and women's golf, but you oversee all the other sports as well. Do you feel like you have a, a good uh, grasp on what is happening in every sport when I know you focus on two of those athletes that you see, but you, you interact with everybody? Yeah, the, the – the great thing is, is that I have some phenomenal assistants that really they they take control of their teams. Um, they kind of filter what needs to go through go to me if it's uh, insurance related or if it's uh, administrator related. Uh, but for the most part, my assistants have control of their teams. You know, and we, we see we see every athlete come through their, our training facility at one point in time or another for their throughout their career. So we kind of we know other athletes on other teams. You know, we might not be directly responsible for the rehabs, but uh, it, it's more of a team atmosphere down in the training room, and uh, we we feed off of each other. Uh, we use techniques off of each other. Uh, some people are certified in other techniques than than what others are, and we all kind of the ultimate goal is to provide the best health care to our student athletes, and that's that's what we strive for. 
you talked earlier about you're a baseball guy, love baseball, and and now I guess you can go to Little Rock baseball games and actually be a fan and not have to be in the dugout and worried about, okay, well, this guy might throw his arm out or this guy might sprain an ankle or if some, this guy gets hit on the hand, is it a fracture? What is it? Sure. I, I, that has to be fun to be able to go sit and watch the team play. Oh, sure, it is. And every athletic trainer out there can tell you that it's a little difficult to uh, – once you go through schooling and all the, the uh, certification process of becoming an athletic trainer, it kind of changes your mindset on sports. No longer can you sit down and watch a football game and not cringe when a kid or when an athlete just falls uh, motionless on the turf. You know, it used to be where, yeah, that's a big hit, yeah. But you kind of get a new light of it if, when you go through athletic training school. Um, but, yeah, I, I love baseball. Uh, it's, it's, I could sit down there and watch my St. Louis Cardinals all day. Uh, and I can sit and enjoy it, and that that's – it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Well, the uh, Cardinals hadn't won a game yet this year, uh-huh. so I know that's tough for you, but uh, – uh, They hadn't played the Cubs yet. They'll win eventually. I don't think there's going to be <laughs> baseball this year, Jacob. Man, I hope so. I hope you're wrong. I hope you're wrong, Trey Shap. I hope I am wrong too. I hope there is baseball at some point, but uh, my my Cubs will beat your Cardinals. If, if we ever get to that. We'll take a break here on Big Talk on Little Rock. Come back with more. This segment brought to, brought to you by Thompson's Electric. We're back with more after these words from First Security and Stevens. The sound of squeaking shoes racing down the court. Everyone holding their breath for the free throw. Then exhaling and shouts when the ball falls through the net. Sharing nachos and chanting every cheer by heart. Always supporting the home team, no matter the score. Fans are loyal in Arkansas. It makes us proud to be loyal, too. For more than 80 years, First Security has been investing in our home state and nowhere else. First Security Bank, only in Arkansas. Member FDIC. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own. To seize opportunity, to anticipate rather than react. To deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world and to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock. We're sitting down with head athletic trainer for the Little Rock Trojans, Jacob Hoy. This segment brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Jacob, the worst, most gruesome injury you have seen in your time at Little Rock. What was it? No names, because we don't want to violate any HIPAA laws, but the most gruesome injury you've seen. Oh, that's kind of like asking a paramedic, you know. You, that's one of the yeah. questions you never want to ask. Uh, you know, it's uh, cover your ears for all who are listening and get kind of gr- uh, grossed out by injuries. Uh, it actually was not one of our student athletes. It was at the outdoor track and field competitions in uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. We had a, a pole vaulter, um, a not have enough momentum to carry themselves over over the bar Uh-oh. and uh, came right back down into the pit. And uh, we had a fracture. We had a dislocation. And it was an open fracture at that. So um, the bone was poking through the skin. Yes, that's that what correct. you call an open that, fracture. That would be the difference between an open and a closed fracture. Uh, that was not fun at all. Uh, uh, the athletic trainers that are there, and I don't know if any of them are listening at this time, but I feel like we handled the situ- situation well. The downside was that there was not an uh, ambulance on site. So we did have to wait. We had to shut the track meet down at the time and uh, wait for an ambulance to come. So Sunbelt, we, we, we fixed that, um, but uh, it, it was uh, pretty gruesome. So 
having an ambulance at events like that, I would assume now is kind of mandated. Sure. Yeah, and especially our conference championships. I mean, that's uh, we we have ambulatory services for all of our uh, uh, volleyball, basketballs, and then we we keep them out there also for uh, women's soccer during the heat, the track and field events. More uh, for heat-related illnesses than anything else for soccer. But being in the state of or in the the great town of Little Rock, we know that our ambulance response time is close to three, four minutes. Um, we know that they're always on call, which is it's great. Uh, being having a relationship with MIMS here in town is uh, something we we rely on quite frequently. Let's go through your daily work on a game day and a home game because. Your job changes when the team's on the road as opposed to being home. And we're talking women's basketball because you travel with them. You don't always travel with women's golf. But let's say a typical game day, Little Rock is about to play uh, South Alabama in women's basketball here at the Jack. What's a typical day like? Sure. So we open up our training room. Uh, usually, oh gosh, we'll have a walkthrough early in the morning. Uh, I'll be here for that. I uh, usually try to show up an hour before. We'll try to get some treatments in on any of our girls who need uh, therapeutic intervention, try to just get, get them up, get them rolling, get them ready for the day. Uh, we'll go through walkthrough. Uh, during that time, you kind of go ahead and you start setting up for games. You're setting out coolers. You're setting uh, for all of the uh, uh, ice chests and everything ready for visiting teams, Gatorades, making sure everything for, for hydration is in place. Um, Go through that, and then you you have a couple of uh, athletes who, after shoot around, will come in. They'll do some more treatments for therapeutic intervention, and by that time, we're about ready to roll on for game day. So uh, um, your visiting team will come in, and uh, you're dressing up, you're suiting up, and uh, we're ready to roll for the game. And then after the game, you got post post game treatments again. You know, it, it's uh, it, it, it's this never ending cycle of keeping keeping kids healthy, and um, you know, on top of that, you have all of your rehabilitations. Um, where you might have a kid that goes down with a season-ending knee injury, and you're having to roll that in throughout the day too. You're trying to find one-on-one time with them, so it's it's different. It's it's different, and you you never know what other sport could walk through the athletic training room with a brand new injury. So uh, that's where you rely a lot on on your coworkers, and and it's a team to provide the ultimate health care. Last season, um, Little Rock had some players suffer some tough injuries. Mm-hmm. Nicole. Uh, Hemphill being one of them, uh, kind of struggled through an injury at the beginning of the season. Then she got over that, was fine. And then on the road at Troy suffered uh, a torn ACL. And uh, that was just tough to to stomach, even at the game. But the way that that you were there, and I think it was a blessing in disguise that Chris Foley was on the road this year Mm -hmm. with the women's basketball team because she was able to go over there and help, you know, comfort Nicole when she just realized that her season was done. Yeah, you never want a, a catastrophic injury like that to to happen on the road. It's it's not fun to deal with, and and especially the first leg. Because you still had another game. We had another game, yeah. so we were already on the road. We were trying to get pain medication and and everything, just pushing it to to, to Nicole. And uh, um, you never do realize the emotional toll that it takes on you. Uh, that's something the fan never sees. Is this athlete knows that that's a season-ending injury, and uh, that's not easy to swallow at all. And uh, that's where she relies on her teammates. You know, they, they, you got to have that close network of of girls that are going to carry you through and um, not make you feel like you're on the outskirts of the team, that you're still a part of this. You still contribute. This is a big part of who you are and who we are. And we're in it together. And you look at 
the way the game happens. And I, I think back to a game here in the Jack this season where uh, one of the the role players for the team this year, Sidney Chastain, rolls an ankle. Mm-hmm. And it looked like she was done for that game. Somehow you're able to take her back into the training room, tape her up, I don't know what you did, and she's able to come back out and finish the game. Sure, yeah, but props to Sidney Chastain for coming back. Oh, in tough. That, you know? I mean, yeah, absolutely. It takes some. It takes one one heck of an athlete to to just have the mental uh, process of this to say, "Hey, Jacob, do whatever you want. I don't care. I'm playing." You know, I mean, and that's there's sometimes. Is that what she said to you? Uh, she she said something <laughs> along the lines. Of, I think I think the conversation threw some tears. Where, uh, hey, Sid, uh, you know, I can take this thing up. We can see what you can do. It's going to be a little painful, but hey, I'm here. You're here and you're a big piece of this team, let's see what you can do. And then we came back out after halftime, and uh, uh, she went through warm-ups and said, hey, I got this. Yeah, she had a little bit of a limp, but she's, she's one tough kid. So, uh, and, and you never want – Six, never... 65% of Sidney Chastain was, was good enough. Yeah, sure, absolutely. And, and you, you always tell the kids, too, you know, I, my job's not here to keep you from playing the sport you love. My job is to keep you playing the sport you love. That's that's what I'm here for. I know that I can provide you the best care to keep you going for you to perform at your best. And that's that's really what athletic training is. When you look at practice, I think practice is a time when athletes can be injured as well. And uh, there are some funny stories uh, <laughs> that have happened in practices here. Uh, there was one not this season that just completed, but the year before where a student athlete, somehow got her tongue uh, lodged into her braces. Now, what, what, what happens then from an athletic trainer standpoint? Sure, that's the, uh, that, that's the benefit of having a relationship with all your medical providers around the city of Little Rock. Uh, luckily, I was able to call our team dentist, and he said, don't touch it. You know, actually, he was, he was on FaceTime with me. He says, Hadn't seen that one in a while. Don't a touch while? it. Yeah. Meaning he's seen it before. <laughs> he said he has seen it before, not in the same measures. Well, uh, how do you tell the athlete then, hey, don't move your tongue? I know you're trying to get it off of there, but don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, we, at the time we were trying everything we could. You know, we were getting trying to get pushed tongue depressors. And, and oh, gosh, she was just she was hurting and some pain. And it, it was quite funny because, you know, we could not understand what she was saying with her tongue stuff. Of course. Uh, but she, she, we finally got a pen and paper, and she was able to kind of communicate with us and called the team dentist stuff. He said, yeah, I'm, I'm in a clinic. I'll, I'll stay around for her. Get her up here to me. And uh, she, she had – So you told Foley, hey, hold on. I'm, I'm going to take her to the, to the dentist office real quick. You hold on with practice, and we'll be back. Sure. I th- we had Charday Collins just – because I wasn't for sure at the time if practice was going to continue on. or So we had our, uh, our, our Dobo – Go ahead and, and director take her. of basketball ops. There you go. Excuse me for that. Uh, but she she took her up to the team dentist, and uh, about half an hour later, she was ready to roll. And she comes back, and yeah, she comes back. She's a little loopy from the laughing. So guys. she really <laughs> wasn't ready to play basketball. Yeah, for practice. Fully and I still joke on that one too. I, I didn't realize laughing gas had such an effect on, <laughs> <laughs> on a player's basketball <laughs> performance. So it was uh, quite comical. That's something we we laugh about quite frequently. <laughs> And then we're not going to get into why everybody says you can't stop a nosebleed. You do a good job of that. But there, there was an instance where it just seemed like the nose would not stop bleeding sure, in sure. one game. Yeah, it was Monique Townsend. We were up there playing uh, – we were up playing Kansas. Uh, Kansas State. Can- yeah. Excuse me, Kansas State. And just the dry air just got to her. It wasn't like she got hit in the nose. It was – 
It, this thing was just And that can crazy. happen. Oh, it can. It absolutely can. And uh she just wasn't wasn't used to the uh, to to the climate there and but she's from Kansas City. But she's been here in Little Rock, you know? I mean, there's an adaptation. She's adjusting. She's just yeah. adjusting to it. And, uh, man, I was stuffing everything I had up that nostril, and it would not stop. Uh, man, that was a, a tough, tough I think, game. Coach Foley, you get 20 seconds when you have something like that start because, obviously, there might be a little blood on the jersey, so you have time to try and get that off as well. And then I think Coach Foley even called a timeout. To yeah. give you some more time. Yeah, and I, and that was uh, he called one time out to 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 kind of help me out and to to give me a little bit more extra time. But one time out obviously was not enough, and uh, that was the that was the first time I saw Joe Foley get a little angry at an athletic trainer. But uh, we we could we couldn't do anything. And no. at the time, he had thought that actually Mo had gotten hit in the face, uh, so he had actually called a review uh, from the officials to see if she did, and I still could not get this thing called. Or to stop bleeding, ended so up going into So he used everything he possibly he, could. He to, was to trying to get help get me time. out. Yeah. He was really trying to help me out, and that's one thing I really do appreciate for Joe Foley. He's creative. Um, he he really does care about his staff. Uh, he he realized that we're all out here for the same reason. Uh, but that day, I was just off my game. Obviously, you know, no, like <laughs> it just wouldn't stop. Yeah, but it's it's funny that it's one of those injuries that now you can look back on because Mo is great, great lady Mm -hmm. great student athlete uh you know you can look back now and you can laugh about it as opposed to it's something where oh that really hurt that player's career because they were never the same after this is one where it's just a nosebleed she's going to be the same yeah absolutely and uh you know you see them all you see them all there's every athletic trainer will tell you too that you know when you had that that uh, season ending injury there's always something you could have done uh, and in the moment, but it, it's you, you you play that guilt game with yourself. Um, that's the kind of the emotional toll it is. But at, at the end of the day, you you have to be there for that student athlete. You're you're giving them the best care, and this is where that student athlete needs to be working with you on the daily basis. This segment of Big Talk on Little Rock brought to you by Shelter Insurance. We're sitting down with Jacob Hoy, the Trojan head athletic trainer. We'll be back with more after these words from Arrow Coach Lines and Triple S Alarm. Arrow Coach Lines is ready to take you and your group on your next trip. Whether it's one day to Oakline or one week to Florida, Arrow Coach Line will meet your needs. 47 to 56 passenger coaches are available for charter service. Our motor coaches come equipped with DVD systems and internet access is available. We have added a new 16-passenger Sprinter van to our fleet, which is ideal for local service or airport transfers. Call 663-6002. Arrow Coach Lines, a family-owned and operated business for over 65 years. Security needs to be at the top of the list when it comes to your family, home, and lifestyle. It all starts with our security system, which lets you add control of lights, door locks, thermostats, and more. In addition to dimming a light, locking a door, or adjusting the thermostat, you can combine all of these to work with the press of one button on your keypad or phone. It's state-of-the-art security that fits into your lifestyle and your life. Give us a call today to learn more. Triple S Alarm, 501-664-4599. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock. This uh, podcast now available for listening on your iPhone, iPod, Android, tablet, PC, Amazon Echo device, Roku, or in your car through the Apple Podcast, Stitchers, TuneIn, and Spotify apps. Jacob Hoy, the head athletic trainer for your Little Rock Trojans, joins us and 
Jacob, as we wrap this up, you're a graduate of the University of Central Arkansas. So we have that Governor's I-40 showdown. Which side do you reside on that? Oh, that's an easy, that's an easy question. Uh, Trojans, Little Rock Trojans. That's because all the way. Th- that is what is on your check. That, that's, that's what is on my check. That's what I'm paid to do. It, but let me tell you, uh, there is an emotional tie to Little Rock. You, you get close to your student athletes here. You want to see them succeed, and that's Trojan at heart. When you first became or when you first were on the staff here at Little Rock, take us through that process of coming to Little Rock and then how you have ascended to where you are now as a head athletic trainer. Sure. So I started, I graduated UCA in uh, uh, the spring of 2015, so I'm still considered a young professional by all means. Um, took a graduate assistant position here under Michael Switlick at the time, which was uh, two head athletic trainers ago. Uh, he offered me the position of women's soccer, men's and women's track and field cross country. Uh, learned a lot. That was my first time really experiencing what athletic training is, having athletes uh, directly underneath my care. Uh, from there, I spent two years, and um, Mike Neal was promoted to the head athletic trainer. And big Mike. Big Mike, now at uh, Texas Tech Red Raiders. Uh, he get offered me the, the position to uh, work men's baseball. Uh, to, and to continue with women's soccer and track and field. Uh, I took it at the time, uh, knowing that uh, there was going to be some changes. Had spent a year with uh, um, men's baseball. Uh, I spent a season with them. Had the, the joy of experiencing that. Uh, was I think it was 18, 16, 18 innings down there in oh, uh, yeah. Jonesboro, Arkansas. Uh, we early morning hours playing baseball. That was a lot of fun. Those games can last forever. Oh, that's the downside of baseball, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but spent a year with them. And then um, uh, this is now my uh, third year with women's basketball. Uh, promoted to head athletic trainer this this past uh, this past so it would have been the summer of 2019. So here I am, ready to roll. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Learned a lot over the ways. I, th- I think it's uh, what makes me adept for this position is that I have experience with a lot of different sports here in Little Rock. I know the ins and outs of the programs, and um, you you just build the relationships along the way with your team physicians and with with all all of your medical staff. It, it's it. It's not a one-man show. It's a team. It's that sports medicine team. And now that we are in this COVID-19 era, if you will, of life, how what, what does the future look like for team sports at the collegiate level? Yeah, I think it's going to be some changes, you know, um, especially with all of the recommendations set forth by the CDC and from your uh, um, state agencies. Uh, you you might be you might expect to go through some screening processes if you're going to attend games when we start allowing fans you know i think there's going to be some type of system where you're going to have to answer questions you're going to have to be screened for your temperature and who knows how this virus is going to develop if it's going to mutate into something else and you might see it completely different is it going to be something where you were required that annual flu shot or with the vaccine or nobody really knows right now and that's the um we're all in it together. We're all we all have the same questions, mm-hmm. but we're just trying to protect our student athletes the best way that we can. So, I just ask you know when fans do start allowing, please don't get frustrated with our system. You know it's it's going to be a process. We're we're doing this for you guys. We're doing this for our student athletes. We want we want we want sports just as much as you do. So, bear with us. Let's get it. Well, like I said, let's let's work as a team. Perfect. Jacob, thanks so much. No problem. Appreciate the time. Appreciate your time, Trey. Tune in next time for another edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. I'm Trey Shep. Thanks for listening to Big Talk on Little Rock with Trey Shep. 
This was a presentation of Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics. Yeah.